Welcome to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about how we find Christ in all things related to His church and your life. I'm your host, Taylor Easley, and I am always joined joyfully by Pastor Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing? All is well. Great. Yes. Yes. Great. It's uh, yeah. Lots of things are happening, and um, yeah. So all is well. Yay. All right. So today's question is, uh, it's a good one, but it's, it's one of those that takes me back to Noah's Ark. I don't know why in my brain, it just kind of takes me, there was this mural in my church that I grew up in Yes, and, uh, it was beautiful and it was of Noah's Ark Okay, and the animals were so chubby and fat and cute. Oh, okay. You know, nothing like reality, Yeah, but it was colorful and we love the rainbow. This is going to be, um, off the topic that I know we're about to ask, but I'm going to tell you this anyway. Uh, <laughs> there is a mural at the, uh, there's a, there's a painting in the hallway at the, uh, the children's hospital, Batson's children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's all kinds of paintings, like Different people submit these paintings. I don't know. And uh, one of them, it, it's it's a painting of another painting, or if that makes sense, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it's been it's somewhere else. And but but it has Noah's Ark, and it looks so pleasant. But in the water are drowning people. <gasps> oh, they went literal. They went literal, oh and gosh. it's like the in whole the scene. There's hospital. An, yeah, there's there's pleasant animals. There's the giraffe hanging out of the top and the yeah. elephant and the rhino and zebra and whatever. And they're all, and there's, and yeah, there's people in the water. Oh my gosh. And it's like, <laughs> wow. It, but what it makes me think of it makes me so is like somebody, a, a kid was in the a sermon and heard the pastor tell the story mm-hmm. and was just drawing the picture. Yeah. Oh, it, like this is what's happening. Surely. And sure enough, and I just I just thought you and should it got hung on the wall. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, it's a thing. Wow. Um, I mean, I have an. It's appreciation not the only one I've that. seen. It's not the only one I've seen. Sure, I have an appreciation for that level of like. Hey, they were paying attention. Yes. So I just thought you should know that. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, that was way off yeah. what we're actually doing, but it <laughs> not that far, actually. Um, so today's question is from a listener, and yeah. we've had it for a while, um, so I'm sorry it took us so long to get to it. But the question is, can I have a favorite Bible verse or character? If so, what's yours? Yeah, I I think I know where this comes from. I mean, the the... the the way it's worded, right? Can I? Sure. I think there's a question really of like, is it appropriate for me to, is it, you know, is it a sin for right. me to do that? Or uh, if in doing so, if, if picking one verse that's my favorite, does that mean that I don't like all of the others? Yeah. You know, uh, kind of like, well, if I have a best friend, then nobody else is my best friend. Right. I only have one <laughs> best friend. I am exclusive. And so, but does that mean I verse. don't have other friends of any level? Right. right. So, um, the answer to the question in a most direct form, can I have a favorite Bible verse or favorite Bible character? I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. If in that you mean, yeah, is there, is there a passage that, um, uh, yeah, it's like draws my attention most frequently right. or, uh, captures more of what I 
feel like the Lord is leading me in or something of that nature, I certainly uh, think that that's okay. And I think it's okay to have uh, that same kind of thought about a character. Uh, sometimes the character is and the verse are connected. So somebody might say um, that there's a character that they really like, um, but it's really this one like uh, story, right? I, maybe it is Noah's Ark. And it's mm-hmm. not necessarily that I want to do whatever Noah did. It's no... Uh, I love the story of Noah's Ark. I remember when I was a kid. I remember right. the whatever. like the elements that come from that That's story. Right. Whether it's like I love that God had a plan to redeem His That's world, right. you know. And so it's like or, yeah, that, yeah. the most creative thing ever. Like that right. sounds awesome. Right. Um, so awesome and horrible, according to the painting. That's according the to the painting. That's right. Um, so the second part of that question, uh, what what is mine? Uh, does let you know that I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would I want to answer that in in two different ways. One about the verse, and one about the character. That's mm-hmm. okay. Um, verse for me, uh, there, there. It does seem to happen in like uh, seasons of life for me. What uh, resonates the most? Um, like for example, uh, I remember when I was twelve years old, and I was really uh, beginning to like. I knew I wanted to go into ministry and I was thinking about, uh, I was asking different ministers about going into ministry and what does that feel like and the sense that the Lord's leading you that way. And uh, it was the same time around that time I had heard about what's described as a life verse, you know, choosing a verse that really reflects what the Lord is leading in your life and uh, maybe a little different than just favorite but, mm-hmm. um, and so the passage of scripture being that I was 12, that came to mind was, uh, first Timothy four 12, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, mm-hmm. but set an example for believers in speech and life and love and faith and purity. And so for a long time, um, I was young, I'm not anymore. And so, uh, there was a lot, uh, in my early years of ministry, that one was one I really did need to kind of cling to. Um, and there was another season as I really dove into the book of Romans, uh, that Romans 8, 1, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, just the reminder of my salvation and the rescue that it's brought and what that means for me and how it went from uh, death to life. And this is the kind of the culmination of that. Uh, that's one that still means a ton to me. Probably, though, um, the one that has resonated over the last 15 years the most has been uh, Psalm 67, uh, the whole chapter, but uh, particularly verse 4, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. Uh, so th- those are are passages to me that have certainly resonated the most. And um, yeah, so Psalm 67, the, the psalm is my favorite. Um, and again, that verse jumps out pretty much every time I, I read it. Um, but I could probably think through more particular seasons when uh, there was a season where I really clung to Psalm 34, taste and see the Lord is good. And, um, there was a a season where I was really kept going back to Psalm 150, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So I think that there can be seasons of favorite, Mm -hmm. um, in, in some ways, going back to the analogy of the best friend, uh, in the same way that sometimes you're your best friend when you're in first grade is not your best friend when you're married and have uh, kids and you live in 
two states away, mm-hmm. right? It might still be the same person, but it also might not. And it doesn't mean that you don't like that person right. anymore. Uh, yeah, you just you're you're not in school together every day, and you're mm-hmm. not you're not playing GI Joes in the backyard with them anymore. So, um, yeah, I think that in the same way that can fluctuate. The the second part of the second question was uh, thinking of a character and what my favorite character is. And I think, um, I mean, it's hard to not say Jesus, right? If you don't say Jesus, like, did you get the point of the book? Um, (laughs) So in light of what we talked about, though, at the beginning, and that maybe it's a part of the story that just really resonates, uh, whether it's not just Noah, the him, but it's all the surrounding pieces. For me, it's the story of Joseph. So the last uh, half, essentially, of the book of Genesis is the story of Joseph. And um, like seeing the sovereignty of God, the providence of God play out. And the more and more I studied that, the more and more I looked and, and have thought. C- circumstance after situation after opportunity or whatever and over and over and over he doesn't know what's next and he's still walking with the Lord so he right he is thrown in a pit and he doesn't know he's going to get sold into slavery he's sold into slavery and he doesn't know he's going to get to work for the best place he's lied about and he doesn't know that he's going to go to jail he goes to jail and he doesn't know he's going to get out he gets forgotten about and he doesn't know it's like all of these things along the way. Uh, and it's a reminder for me that when I'm in the pit, when I'm in the jail, when I'm, whether literal or physical or, I mean, or, uh, metaphorical, uh, it, it, I don't, I don't have to know all of the things that come next for me to still trust the Lord while I'm in the middle of the hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, that's just a, a really, really good reminder. The other part about it is, uh, he gets uh, right. There's a unique part to him to Joseph. You have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob becoming Israel, um, but then Joseph is not in the lineage of Christ. Like he's this key part of the story, takes up half of a major book of the Bible, and yet he doesn't get. He it's not from him mm-hmm. that Jesus comes. He's a part of making sure that the the line is actually still alive, right? Because he, he essentially rescues them mm-hmm. in the famine. But that is also, again, the reminder for me of like, you might not be the star of the story. You might not get in the lineage. You might not get mentioned again in Matthew 1. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't have a role for you to play right. that is uniquely different than the role of our patriarchs, so to speak. And so, um, yeah, Joseph, my favorite story, um, character and, um, and then, um, Psalm 67, my favorite verse. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love everything. I was thinking earlier when I read this question, I was like, I feel like, I mean, the answer is yes, it's okay. Um, but it, it's probably going to change. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you said that just in the speaking about the different seasons mm-hmm. of life and, and yeah, like when you're grieving, the Psalms yeah. are going to be 
your yeah. go-to. But when yeah. you're joyful, a lot of times they'll be yeah. a lot more about God's goodness and mm-hmm. God's faithfulness. And um, so anyway, yeah, yeah, I love that. That's good. Anything else to add? Uh, don't hesitate to uh, look for more places of favorites. Yeah. Like don't go find a new. Yeah, go find a new. Like, (laughs) um, and ways you can do that is is even as we're thinking, we're kind of early in the year. You can think. I was um, I was listening to someone who talked about their the way they they used to read the Bible uh, through every year, and uh, for several years they did that, and then they said, you know, I really want to just like read the same book over and over for a year. So he read this guy read Isaiah like all year last year. And so he's trying to determine what 2024, what book he was just going to really dive in. And so sometimes um, that can help do that. Yeah. Uh, you can fall in love with another uh, part of the Bible that you haven't spent as much time in. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go enjoy Genesis. Or I'm going to mm-hmm. go enjoy Isaiah or uh, Matthew or, you know, this letter. Um, just talking to a guy yesterday who said, uh, that recently he purposely sat down and read s- several of the letters in one sitting, like they're meant to be read, mm-hmm. but just read them that way uh, for right. about a week. He read Je- Galatians and then the next day read Ephesians and then, you know, just considering them uh, in that sense. So uh, more as a whole mm-hmm. than just the Galatians 2.20 or right. Philippians 4.13 or whatever. Right. So, yeah, hope that's, that awesome. that's helpful. It is. It is. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Christ and All podcast. You can catch a new episode each Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Um, And you can post us on social media so other people can find it. That would be awesome. If you want to submit a question for us to discuss, you can send it to info at colonialheights.org. We can't wait to hear from you. And thanks for listening.